Hello, everyone. Welcome to Talking Logistics, where we have conversations with thought leaders and newsmakers in the supply chain logistics industry. It's my great pleasure to welcome today's program, Anthony Vitiello, who's Director of Marketing at Ultraship TMS. And today we're going to talk about leveraging TMS capabilities to become a shipper of choice. Now, every time that capacity gets tight in the transportation market, as we find ourselves in today, you always hear a lot of discussions about you know, the importance of becoming a, a shipper of choice in the eyes of, of carriers. But what does that mean exactly? Um, what's really important to carriers today? And how can a transportation management system help you to secure capacity and deliver uh, and develop stronger relationships with carriers? Well, that's going to be the focus of uh, today's conversation. And it's great to have Anthony on the program to share his insights and perspective on, on this topic. So, Anthony, welcome to the program. Thanks for having me, Adrian. Very glad to be here today. Well, Anthony, uh, you know, you and I have known each other for, for, you know, for quite a while. I know you do a lot of blogging on, on, on all this topic and, you know, you've got a pulse on what's happening in the transportation, you know, industry, working with your clients and all that. So, so let's, let's start with this whole discussion, like I said, you know, just now, you know, obviously very tight capacity out there, you know, rates are, are climbing for a lot of shippers uh, out there in the market. And again, you hear that term, you know, shipper of choice um, and, and how important that is, you know, to, to be viewed that way in the eyes of carriers. Now, there's a lot of things that, you know, fall under that umbrella, could fall under the umbrella in terms of becoming a, a shipper of choice. But from your perspective, what, what you're hearing from, from your clients, I mean, what's, what's most important to carriers today? I mean, what's, what's table stakes versus what's truly differentiating? Well, that's, that's a great question. You know, uh, I would say the things that shippers have been doing uh, up, to, up to the recent uh, uh, capacity uh, crunch uh, are still effective strategies, but anymore they're not enough of an enticement to really compel carriers to pledge their allegiance to moving your freight in a preferential manner. Uh, you know, after all, pr prompt and, and on-time payment is really something that should be given in, in almost any industry. It's not enough just to say, oh, well, we, we pay quick. Uh, th there are definitely more pressing considerations facing carriers and by extension, uh, the shippers they serve today. And I, I, you know, I would say that these considerations are all centered around the dynamics that uh, impact capacity, particularly in this environment. Uh, things that, like the impact of the ELD mandate, which as we know has pushed a lot of uh, smaller carriers, owner operators, mom and pops that really make up a disproportionate number of carrier companies out of business, which obviously impacts capacity. Uh, other things like uh, tightened hours of service rules, which cut deeply into the volume of hours that your freight can be moving every day. Uh, things like rising fuel surcharges, tolls, and now we're seeing uh, uh, uplifting uh, rates for driver pay. All these things are putting pressure on your carrier's margins. So simply ensuring timely communications and prompt accurate settlement just isn't enough anymore to make you stand out in a carrier's mind. They have too much business to choose from, right? Uh, so shippers today got to find innovative ways to help carriers climb uh, that's being cut short for them by some of these regulations and other forces. They have to find ways to uncover cost savings opportunities that can help their carriers offset the rising costs that are eroding carrier margins. If you can do those things, you're going to uh, attract far greater attention and better service from your carrier base. Yeah, that, that, you know, I, I like that phrase in terms of climb back, you know, time, because it is, uh, you know, you're right. I mean, I think that there's a lot of things that, Things like, you know, paying, you know, carriers on time. I mean, I, I view that as kind of table stakes these days, right? You, you've got to, you know, that, that's kind of a, a, a given that if you're not doing that and, and you're not, uh, you know, you're going to be at a, at a disadvantage. But I think the time dimension for carriers is becoming, you know, much more, you know, much more important in terms of keeping those assets moving, 
um, you know, uh, and you know that obviously affects the, the the drivers and their hours and their quality of life, if you will, in terms of you know sitting and waiting, you know, idle at at a, at a facility. Um, so, so, so I want to focus on, on on that piece first, you know, in terms of you know the ability to claw back, uh, you know, time as one dimension of of something that could be differentiating from a from a shipper of choice uh, perspective. Um, so, um, you know, within the context of, of a TMS, right? Uh, you know, what can a TMS uh, do? You know, what, what are some of the features or capabilities that a TMS can bring to help shippers, help carriers claw back some of that time? Another great question. Uh, you know, I'd say a fantastic example of how TMS technology, you know, can be employed to that ends uh, is the advanced scheduling module that, uh, you know, Ultraship TMS built and deployed back in, like, I think the first quarter of 2017. You know, the primary purpose of this, of this particular solution that we built was to reduce the hours that drivers were going to be spent waiting to be loaded or unloaded, uh, at, you know, uh, pick up and drop off uh, locations, sitting idle in detention while their daily allocation of service hours just, you know, was frittered away, pushing things into the next day and so on. Uh, the hours, you know, the hours the carriers spend waiting to be loaded or unloaded, that's hours that your freight's not moving through the supply chain. So it seemed really appropriate uh, in our minds to focus on solutions that would minimize or even eliminate that wasted time. Uh, you know, as always, we like to focus here at Ultraship TMS on delivering technology that's very flexible and meets and accommodates the very specific needs of each customer uh, and the unique contours of their network. You know, too often uh, logistics IT providers deliver, I don't want to say cookie cutter solutions, but, you know, fairly rigid solutions which don't really work hand in glove with the shipper's needs. And, of course, more importantly, don't emphasize addressing those real world uh, necessities that face other stakeholders in the supply chain process, like carriers, for example. Uh, carriers are just one of those stakeholders that are frequently overlooked. Uh, but for this solution, you know, uh, we build it to help shippers be better, more collaborative partners, the warehouses, other facets of their supply chain. Uh, you know, our guys worked hard to deliver the automation of pickup and delivery schedule for shipments inbound between vendors and shippers or outbound between shippers and the shippers' customers. Uh, the solution that we produced allows transportation planners, or in some cases it can be sales reps or even the customers themselves, to view centralized scheduling interface that's built into the TMS uh, application. You know, as loads are planned, uh, pickup and delivery times can be selected from a calendar that uh, shows all the available uh, pickup and delivery times at each discrete location. As the slots are chosen and selected and removed, uh, they're removed in real time from, from that centralized calendar. Uh, more importantly, uh, you know, from the flexibility standpoint, if shipments get detained in transit, for example, those schedules can be reassigned uh, replacing, you know, the slot that was, uh, was missed, grabbing a new slot, ensuring that the timely loading and unloading, um, you know, happens according to new recalculated ETAs. Uh, it even supports the automation of individual dock door scheduling, which can help uh, DCs better plan their labor resource allocation and increase throughput, all of which, you know, uh, results in clawing back some of that time. Uh, you know, our shippers who, who've implemented advanced scheduling uh, in 2017 are today reporting that they're more attractive to carriers who understandably are going to gravitate toward accepting loads from shippers who are more respectful uh, and mindful of their time. Uh, plus, they gain, you know, the added benefits that come from the visibility into carrier performance in terms of pickup and delivery, 
which helps further improve planning, even down to the individual location level. And that results uh, in increasing efficiency and, and, and helps, uh, you know, claw back some of those savings. Yeah, you know, when, when it comes to d- detention, uh, I mean, I think that that's something I hear a lot from, you know, ca- carriers as well. And of course, there's, there's detention fees, right, that shippers pay if, if they, they go above a certain amount of uh, time sitting there, uh, which is, you know, costly to shippers. But, you know, carriers at the end of the day, they'd rather not charge those detention fees. They'd rather get in and out so they can pick up that, you know, that, that next load. Grab a backhaul, something. So, right, right. Rather than just be sitting there and waiting. So detention fees, yeah, I mean, there's some recoup there, but it's not really what they want to do. Ideally, they want to be in and out, you know, as planned and keep that asset moving, keep that tracker, uh, you know, truck driver, you know, productive. Now, the, you know, you talked about, you know, flexibility uh, and, you know, certainly appointment schedule is one of those things that, uh, you know, on the surface might seem like a simple thing and it might be like, a, 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 you know, a, a one-stop shop kind of process that all shippers would do. But in reality, there's, there's a lot of diversity in terms of how shippers may want to approach or enable, uh, uh, you know, appointment scheduling. Can, can you kind of describe maybe some of the different options or, or approaches that shippers take with regards to equipment schedule? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, a very, a very salient point. It, it, it's, you know, um, uh, you know, things that seems, seem simple. We, we don't deliver a simple solution. This is a complicated problem and it requires a, you know, a solution that's very flexible. Uh, you know, advanced scheduling from Ultraship delivers customizable business rules down to the lane level. So it's not like, you know, every DC is open from nine to five. It doesn't really work that way in real life. Uh, you know, our system accounts for things like live loads, drop trailers, even some yard management capabilities to better help drop yards and trailer pools uh, uh, function smoothly and effectively. Here's how it works. Uh, beginning during implementation, the location hours, the specific location hours for all pickup and drop off locations are logged into the TMS. Uh, this drives great visibility and supports reports on important scheduling metrics like uh, on time to appointment versus uh, on, on time to the requested date is, is a good example of one of those. Uh, you know, and the system will generate exception reports, send out automatic alerts for unappointed loads, for example, missed pickups. Uh, this ensures all appointments are set uh, ahead of shipment, pickup, or delivery. It also drives compliance reporting uh, that ensures any patterns of subpar performance are identified and addressed. But in practical use, which is, I think, you know, more toward what you were asking, um, how, is it, how it works is when, it, when a transportation user creates a new shipment or when a sales rep generates a shipment uh, using the web portal, for example, uh, they're given access to that intuitive, easy-to-use scheduling screen with all the available location-specific uh, pickup and drop-off times and dates. Carrier appointment scheduling also supported and carriers accepted tenders, uh, when the carriers accept tenders, they're given access and visibility to the same real-time availability information in the TMS so that they can arrange uh, pickup and drop-off schedules as well. Uh, schedule statuses are easily recognizable in the system. It shows appointment icons on the shipment detail screen. Uh, it provides al- uh, icons alerting users of missing appointments and changed appointments and such, so that that way uh, there's no surprises. You don't wind up with loads uh, uh, showing up and not being scheduled. Um, there are a number of different options, you know, flavors of this that can be uh, deployed uh, depending on business requirements. Uh, for example, uh, real-time carrier notification 
of available loading bays, hours of operation, loading times within individual bays. It gets that granular if you want it to be. Uh, each bay can be set individually or they can use a facility default. Again, it's all about not cookie cutter. This is, you know, it's going to work specifically for your, you know, business rules and the carriers that, that you use. Uh, carriers can select from a list of uh, those available appointment times that are displayed. Uh, also, if you have like, uh, you know, regular Monday shipment, regular Wednesday shipment, you can uh, use fixed appointment times at each carrier facility. Uh, those set up during the deployment process. And this allows the system to automatically schedule carriers appointments based on their regularly assigned time slot. Uh, you, we can set it up so that appointment times can be supplied on the order. Uh, if pickup uh, or delivery appointments you know, want to be set in your order, man order management system and transmitted to Ultraship TMS along with uh, the other you know, order information that can be done via EPI or API prior to even offering the load to, to tender to any carrier. Uh, appointments can be scheduled offline. Carriers can, can even be required to log in their appointment times from their end on the system. So there's a lot of different you know, ways to skin the cat, if you will. Uh, you know, uh, yes, yeah, so, I mean, I mean, it just shows really just kind of how, you know, different permutations of, of, of this is possible. I think the other important thing I think that and I, you referred to this uh, earlier a little bit is, you know, that in many ways, the appointment scheduling is kind of that glue that helps um, the, the warehouse as well, the receiving end as well in terms of, you know, level loading, you know, their workload. I think what a lot of times what ends up happening you know, at shippers that don't have this type of solution is, uh, you know, you could end up with, you know, five trucks showing up at the same time. <laughs> yeah. And even if they show up uh, at their appointed times, you made the appointment in the system, but if the, if the DC is running behind because they weren't, you know, looped in again, you know, we talk about beyond TMS, that's sort of our, you know, our, our, our slogan, if you will. And, and that's really the idea is looking at the upstream and downstream impacts of what we do uh, so that, you know, it, 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 we're not operating in that bubble. What good is showing up for a nine o'clock appointment if they can't get to your doctor till 11? It, it, it doesn't, you know, right. uh, so that's, that's true. You know, uh, 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 the system can even produce uh, messages to be issued to the DC management whenever a bay is scheduled or released. Uh, they, can, they can even view the entire schedule at a global view for their daily throughput uh, uh, sort of engineering, which is pretty cool. Right, right. Yeah. So, I mean, I think this is something that, you know, really has one foot in transportation and one foot in the, uh, in the distribution center to really, you know, uh, uh, optimize, if you will, like, uh, you know, across both those, those operations. Uh, so, so let's shift gears now and talk a little bit about, you know, we talked about clawback time. We talked about appointment scheduling as one example of a TMS capability that can help kind of address that front. But let's talk about the, you know, the, 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 the cost side of the equation now for carriers and, and maybe what a, a, a shipper TMS can do you know, to, to help shippers, uh, you know, reduce some of the, the curse, uh, the, the, the cost that they're incurring. Can, can you give some examples there of, of what's happening sure. on that front? Absolutely. Um, you know, this may be somewhat niche specific, but I think it's an, an excellent example of what you, what you're talking about. Um, you know, uh, I want to focus on, on a relatively new offering that we, we recently fielded uh, that's uh, sort of slanted toward uh, cold chain shippers. Uh, as you know, you know, we have uh, quite a few food shipping clients and you know, there are other industries like, uh, you know, medicine and medical industry things, you know, for your temperature control shipping. Uh, you know, we were 
uh, fortunate enough to be first to market with a, a real-time temperature-controlled shipment tracking uh, functionality embedded directly into our TMS platform. Um, we deliver this with integration uh, via fork heights uh, and or macro point. Uh, and we were, uh, have the distinction of being the first uh, TMS provider to have it actually live in production uh, inside of one of uh, the country's largest uh, protein processing and pr pr production companies. Uh, the way, you know, this helps to, uh, you know, save money, you know, for carriers in particular, uh, is it eases the burden of claims uh, that, you know, for example, a receiver refuses a shipment uh, at a big box store truckload full of steaks or something shows up and uh, they say it arrived outside of temperature tolerances. Typically, they're going to log that claim with the shipper. Now, before we had this technology in place, shippers would have to then reach out to the carrier that pulled the, pulled the load, you know, request some validation from the carrier's temperature logs that they keep as part of, you know, the, the, the work they do. And then there'd be this ensuing back and forth. It was a time-consuming drain. The carriers, you know, spending time on the phone back and forth trying to figure out, you know, where, where the breakdown happened. And of course, you know, at the end of all that wasted time is the problematic issue of who's going to pay for $180,000 shipment of spoiled steaks, right? Uh, a lot of, you know, cold chain product is very high value freight. So whether it's steaks or medicine, blood plasma, any other kind of temperature sensitive material, you're talking about a lot of money at the end of the day. So this, you know, technology solution provides shippers with real-time visibility into freight temperature in transit uh, so that any divergence from the ex accepted temperature parameters, any violation of, of that range is immediately recognized and can be mitigated well in advance of before the product is lost. So now when claims are logged with the shipper using UltraShip's temperature tracking solution, they're equipped uh, right out of the blocks with an audit trail where they can produce logs, that have timestamps showing the temperature as it was checked at every interval across uh, the entire uh, line hall. Uh, this, you know, this somewhat simple solution helps unburden cold chain carriers from unplanned costs associated with claims. You wouldn't necessarily consider it, but this can add up to, a, you know, quite quite a, a chunk of change uh, for the carrier and for the shipper. Right. Well, not only from a, you know, like you said, from a liability standpoint, but just the, the time and labor involved with processing, you know, the, the, those claims and going through, you know, now really everyone's operating off of the same data, if you will, which is real time. You're able to, you're able to see if, if temperature is trending in the wrong direction and can take some preventative action perhaps before the, the load uh, spoils or, or gets out of, you know, tolerance. Uh, you know, preventing a claim to be filed to, you know, to begin with. So I, I think that's pretty, uh, yep, yep. You know, there's a, the there's power a, of this real-time visibility aspect of it. Yeah, cost avoidance, you know, uh, as well as, uh, you know, there's a labor component, as you point out, that good savings on, on that tip as well. So carriers definitely groove on, on that. Now, now, you mentioned, obviously, you've got, you know, some, some customers that are already uh, using this. I mean, any additional benefits that they've kind of experienced as a result of using this solution? Yeah, absolutely. I, I would also mention that it can be used for tracking beyond just temperature control. I mean, that's what our, our cold chain shippers are most uh, excited about. But yeah, uh, other improvements uh, in, in, in overall visibility, 
real-time controls driven by automated alerts that help a shipper mitigate, as you just said, you know, what would have previously resulted in a loss. Uh, those audit histories that I mentioned, those are particularly useful for food shippers, uh, you know, that are grappling with Food Safety Modernization Act compliance, uh, which is recently, uh, you know, uh, you know, been implemented, and other claims management functions beyond that. Uh, I've, we've also been told that they're very happy with the, the data warehousing uh, that they can use to support continuous improvements in their cold chain shipping uh, and overall improvements in just the collaborative capabilities, you know, enabling the engagement of all the key stakeholders across the organization, both inside and outside of transportation and, and beyond, as, as we like to say, I keep hammering the beyond. Great, great. Well, you know, I think I think we, we we've we've covered you know two good uh, you know metrics here, kind of the clawing back time and obviously the the, the cost piece, and we've we've talked about you know how TMS can help in, in this area. You know, appointment scheduling on on the clawing back time, and and now kind of this real time freight visibility and temperature tracking you know capability on the uh, you know cost avoidance and the cost side of the things. You know, as you know, we're kind of getting short on time here, so I'm just going to go to my last question. I mean, as a way to wrap up, I mean, are, are there other ways that you know, shippers can leverage their TMS and, and other TMS capabilities to, again, differentiate themselves in, in the eyes of carriers and, and become, you know, again, shippers of choice. Great question. And, you know, I'll put on my marketing guy cap here for a minute and tell you, you know, one of the things that we recommend, uh, you know, carriers, all users, all technology users have grown much more savvy and the expectation is so much higher. At this point, we tell our, you know, shipper customers, promote your TMS to the carriers, you know, position it to them as a value added feature of doing, you know, being in a partnership with you, doing business with you. The carriers certainly have grown much more savvy about all the systems that are out there because they have exposure to all of them. Uh, and they know firsthand which platforms are going to work well for them and which ones are going to overcomplicate process, you know, that they're supposed to help simplify. Um, look, with efficiency and efficacy at a premium, in, in today's environment, you better believe the carriers are going to gravitate toward the shippers that are using systems that have proven to be the most effective and that make their interactions the easiest, most efficient they can be. Let your carriers know the steps that you're taking to make their interaction with you easier and more profitable. And I don't think you'll have as much uh, uh, you know, trouble finding people to haul your freight. Yeah, that, that, that's a great point because I, I think uh, that's the first time I've really ha have heard that. And I think it's a great point because uh, I think the more, I mean, it still surprises me how many shippers out there still have, still number one, don't have a TMS or, or number two, you know, maybe they're using solutions that, you know, were, are now 10, 10 years old or plus, you know, that aren't, you know, modern by today's standards. And, and the, at the end of the day, it kind of creates that friction, that, that inefficiency, as you were just talking about. And it, it makes it harder for the carriers to do business with you, right? Because now they have to do more manual processing to support you and, and so forth. So, so I think, you know, really positioning your TMS as uh, saying, hey, look, we're, we're investing at our end so that we can automate and we can, you know, have a, 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 as much data and information that we can work with each other on so that we can win-win for both of us. I think it's a it's a smart uh, you know smart way to kind of position to the uh, to the carriers. So yeah, you certainly don't want them saying, oh yeah, you know, geez, what a what a, a drag it is having, you know, that system is so difficult to operate. You want them to to know, hey, we made something that's simple for you to use, and you know they're going to just you know uh, instinctually gravitate toward it. Right, right. Well, Anthony, like I always say at the end of all our episodes, you know, we always just manage to scratch the surface on these topics. But, but I think this was, a, you know, obviously considering the, where we are in the market today, 
and what's happening in the market. I think this was a, a great, you know, and timely, you know, topic. So I, I appreciate you making the time to share your insights and advice on this topic. My pleasure for, for the opportunity to share. Great. I want to thank those of you that joined us. Uh, if you're watching this episode on demand at the Ultraship TMS website or on Talking Logistics and you've got a question or a comment for Anthony, uh, you can post it there. I'm sure he'll be more than happy to respond via that medium. For sure. Again, thank you all for joining us and look forward to seeing you in a future episode of Talking Logistics. Have a great day. Bye.